Greetings, adventurers, and welcome back to yet another edition of Geekly Inc.'s Random Encounters, Curse of Strahd. I am your game master, Joshua Scalf, and with me today is Tim Lanning. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Why am I laughing? Jennifer Cheek. Hey, everyone. Matt Sperlin. Hello. Matthew Morris. Toasty1990 says, five dang heckin' stars. Absolutely loving the Norhal feat and enjoyed Brute Force as well. Can't wait to get caught up on Norhal so I can start the others as well. Five stars. What's the date on that review? April 4th. Joining us for the first time is... Carrie Green. Stranger danger, all. Stranger danger. Oh no, it's a new person. Just kidding. Well, I mean, it is. It is a new person. That's, 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 not, not, a, that's not a kid. Stranger is just friends you haven't met yet. That's so that's true. true. Y'all ready to have some fun this evening? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pour one out for Howard. We'll miss him a lot. He's, He's great alive. Yes. alive. <laughs> I keep when I keep saying it. I always do this every single time we we get a, a new. Uh, random Encounters person. Yeah. Like, we opened the stream tonight with, yeah, Howard's no longer with, with us. us and <laughs> pour one out. Yeah, Carrie, you have to drink an entire thing of Crown Royale in his honor. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. Here we go. <laughs> no, it's brand Wait, did, new. Did he and drink, it's electric. Did he drink like a whole bottle of Jägermeister the last time we played? That sounds right. The thought of that makes you want to barf and die. He's a machine. <laughs> He's, he, he, is, he is built like one, too. Man. Yeah. It's all the muscles. He can keep... He, that's the thing. It's like, I guess all the bad stuff goes in the muscles. It's just like <laughs> all Matthew, the alcohol, acid. The acid. <laughs> He's got, he got hollow legs, right hollow biceps. Alcohol is stored in the game. That's just facts. <laughs> all right. So it has been a while since we have gotten together to do Curse of Norhal. Uh, for you listening at home, maybe you just finished the most recent episode, but I'm going to just do a brief story recap of everything that's happened so far and help us refocus uh, where we are at currently in the story and what the current objectives are and the things that are at stake. So our adventurers first came to a mysterious region and uh, far northwest corners of Drunkaros that were shrouded in mist. They each had their own personal reasons for seeking out this place. Um, but it was a very just mysterious place that was known. If you entered the mists, you never came back. Um, after coming through the mists, they met a strange, uh, Vistani woman named Madame Eva, who gave them a prophecy of, uh, the weird happenings in this land. And that the only way that they could escape is that they had to put an end to the evil Lord Strahd that was in this land. Um... Through some, after meeting a few people in the nearby town, they ran into a woman named Irina, and they discovered that she was the focus of most of Strahd's aggressions. And through a handful of events that happened, they their fate became somewhat intertwined with hers, and they agreed to escort Irina to a somewhat nearby settlement known as Valaki, hoping to seek refuge from a hollowed ground that was there and potentially find a mysterious monster hunter or signs of a mysterious monster hunter named Van Richten. And I believe that pretty much catches up. They had another meeting with Madame Eva on the way who gave a couple pieces of advice through another prophecy. Uh, I will read those just really quick so we can refocus where they're at. The first tarot card she gave you was the tower, which her prophecy was, I see a bastion teetering on the edge of prosperity and destruction as if a dam breaking before the oncoming storm. It collapses under the weight of its own denial. If you wish to protect that which is important to you, you must be the light to those trapped in the darkness. I wonder, what do you find important to you? And then uh, 
she gave you the card, The Jester. In this land eternal, there is yet another artifact that will aid you in your quest. However, it seems that this one has found its way into the hands of a potential ally. I see a figure of many faces hidden amongst the shadows. This one has proven to be a formidable force against the darkness, but now faces a challenge they cannot hope to overcome alone. Should you come to an arrangement, you may find yourself one step closer to your goal. So... We left off at the end of our last session with you arriving at the gates of Valaki. Now, before we get into this, I think it's also good for everybody. I want to revisit everyone's characters and just tell us about them a bit. So, Tim, take it away. Uh, I play uh, Mortimer, Mortimer Thumble. He is a uh, level five rogue, uh, kind of going down the poison zone. Poison and charisma, I guess you, you say. Uh, charisma would be my second stat. Um, he is, you know, a lovable rake type rogue ass rogue. He was the, t- the the fellow who I wanted to just be a, an extreme rogue trope. Um, he is in the mist because as the mists expanded, on uh, they got. Uh, Unfortunately, close to his grandparents' farm, being a very tropey city rogue fellow, he didn't care about anything. Uh, why do you want to help anyone if you can't make a buck? Until the place that he spent summers at as a boy was threatened, and then finally he digs down and, and gets some 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 goodness in his heart to help, hopefully save um, his grandparents. Who gives a shit about other people, but. Definitely wants to make sure the grandparents are okay. Uh, throughout the time in um, uh, Barovia and uh, Ravenloft and whatever else, he has uh, been kind of grappling with uh, his morals. Um, uh, Duke Silver was definitely his sort of uh, literal moral compass mm. because Duke wouldn't let me do anything bad. <laughs> Uh, specifically, so whenever he more wanted to be naughty, he had to be secret. Um, but, you know, Duke, uh, 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 I mean, uh, Mort has kind of gone toe-to-toe with Strahd a few times now. And when I say toe-to-toe, I mean uh, Mort uh, uh, licked at Strahd, and then Strahd punched him through whatever was nearest a couple times. Instead of toe-to-toe, more fist-to-chest. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, face. <laughs> but, you know, the most recent, like, big Mort moment was when Mort did not sell the crew out. And you got to give it up. But, it to be up. fair, you know, Mort is, uh, uh, again, to follow the trope of uh, a, a big city rogue. You know, he just sees Strahd as another fucking, like, bully, a mafia leader. It's the classic, if we give you the MacGuffin that you're looking for, you're just going to kill us. So we're going to keep the MacGuffin type situation. Okay. Very cool. Uh, and just to go over the bonds we have with other characters, Duke, unfortunately, that one is going to remain unresolved. You, as far as how you feel about Connie, you have on your sheet that they have your back when things go wrong. Do you think that's still accurate with them? And we can also do this maybe off air if that would be a bit yeah, better Yeah, I mean, for this. I think, I think it's, it's not that as written. It's more sort of like uh, Mort trusts Connie, even though that... Connie doesn't quite trust Mort. Like Mort mm. sees Connie as being capable, like mm. like reliable, reliable. Yes, yeah. great way to put it. So I mean, it is true, uh, but with a little fluffing of of the words. It's more you you view Connie as a as reliable. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not incorrect to say that probably uh, Mort views people as tools. Mm. Okay. And uh, with Ember, uh, it's kind of I have I have. 
Amber and I have a con running, and Jennifer and I kind of see that as, like, sure hope my friends don't realize what a big dumbass I am. <laughs> both of us? Yeah. Don't remember that at all. I think it was kind I'm of I'm down like, with it. I just I think forgot. It's, I think it's because we're, like... No. We're kind of a cowards. Yeah, we're kind of like <laughs> both of our we're kind of cowards. Like naughty in like a scumbag way. Yeah, versus yeah, 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 like yeah. not like Rexar is yeah. sort of naughty in a lascivious, <laughs> in way, a maybe. horny way. Yeah, uh, my bond with Rexar is Rexar is a ticking time bomb. I can use this. So like okay. the opposite of Connie, but yet very similar. Of like Connie is dependable, and even though if I don't. Trust them, trust them. It's like, all right, I know that it, if push comes to shove, I can always trust Connie. Mm. Rexar is like, oh, this motherfucker, he about to go off, and that's going to be so <laughs> good for He's about to wild me. out. Yeah, he's about to wild out, and that would be great. Love it. Jennifer, tell us about Ember. So I play Ember Acanthus, which I just realized I spelled my own character name wrong on my character sheet that's earlier. Fun. So that's fine. It's Ember Acanthus. It's a type of a, a plant. Oh. Um, They are an elf wizard. And Ember just felt, the reason that Ember went into the mist is because they just felt like there's got to be more out there. Extremely like Belle and Beauty the Beast. There must be more than this provincial life. Um, And they felt like they didn't really belong. Everything was boring. So they're like, I'm just going to go for it. And I think that Ember is trying to like find their place in the world. Like what, explore their powers also, I would say. Um, But yeah, no, I got to add more spells since we leveled up from last time, which was very exciting. We'll see what I can do. Yeah. Uh, and just to go over your relationships with some of the other characters, you have that Roxar will play an important role in the events to come and you because you have foreseen it. I feel like that still holds true because I think that Ember is just like, what is Roxar's deal? Like, this is exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, you know, it's Weird like... Weird shit. It's that thing of like when someone plays a uh, non-traditional class and race... It's like they immediately become more important because, like, yeah, why the fuck would a blah 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 be here? Yeah, it's like, exactly. In- inherently, it's like twice as interesting. Yeah, yeah. Why is there a big salamander that can summon a flame witch? <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? They didn't have anything like this back in my village. They keep <laughs> winking at me. Is that important? <laughs> uh, you also have on here that Mord is keeping an important secret from you. Yeah, I think that Ember does not completely trust Mort. What? As Fair. they should not. <laughs> Uh, and you don't have anything for Connie here, but if you just have like, a brief idea of kind of uh, Ember's feelings towards Connie. Um, I mean, I think that Ember, I think it's kind of similar in that Ember knows that Connie is reliable, but I feel like Ember, like we, Ember and Connie haven't like made that bond yet. Exactly. Okay. Like, I feel like we need to like have a moment where we drink too many meads around the fire. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think, I think that needs to happen. And I think Ember kind of wants that to happen, but doesn't know how to make it happen. Gotcha. Whereas I feel like the the bond with Mort was more like immediate dirtbag solidarity. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 I think maybe it's that Connie reminds Ember too much of like people from home that tried to like make Ember be normal or something. Okay. I don't know. So you shouldn't smoke in the woods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I love smoking in the woods. <laughs> it's cool to smoke in the yeah. woods. Matt, tell us about everybody's favorite Salamander yeah. So I was looking at uh, the character sheet you shared compared with uh, what I have written down. And there is one small difference. <laughs> okay. And it's, this, uh, it's this, this phrase, uncomfortably sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that. That was so funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, 
that was how you did describe them on the first episode, and I wrote it down. So thank you, I, I appreciate that. Uh, it's great seeing that a uh, second time. Um, <laughs> so rocks are. If you've played Pokemon and are familiar with the Salazzle, he's like a male Salazzle. Mm. Hell yeah. So sexy. Very horny. Aspiring hairstylist. Yes. (laughs) He would like to become... uh, I imagine him now as kind of like a mix of, if you played Final Fantasy XIV, the like wild stylist guy in there. Jondelin, yes. That person. And Jesse from Final Fantasy VII-R. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> just, just very Please. wild and very horny, but always respectful. I'm <laughs> curious what Roxar is going to do with Duke Silver and his glorious mullet no longer oh, being it, on the scene. No. It was, uh, it was his life's mission. So now uh, he has to find new purpose in life. Oh. Who's got the next longest hair? <laughs> <laughs> they are in I trouble. Really, Connie? I, I, well, I don't know. I think the Emperor's kind of got long hair too, because I said that they had the hair like. Felix from Fireman with a little ponytail. Ooh. A little bun. Uh-oh, I gotta watch out. <laughs> uh, now, Roxar, just in general, your feelings towards Mortimer, Connie, and um, Ember? Uh, I feel like there's like a mutual respect with Mort. Okay. Mm. Solid solid buddy material right there. Hell yeah. Mort's a fucking buddy, solid man. Bro, Mort bro wants material. to be your buddy, even if there might be like darker undertones of who knows why? Like, is he gonna try to strangle me one night? <laughs> but we're having such a good time right now. Uh, I feel like with Connie, Roxar wants to be better friends and doesn't understand why they're not better friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different flavor than I want to be friends, but I don't know how to be friends. Yes, yes, I've tried my damnedest. <laughs> All right. And Matthew, tell us about Connie. Guys, let me tell you about Constance Richards, uh, a.k.a. Connie, uh, she looks and acts quite like a National Park Ranger. Uh, She's also a ranger, and she has an (laughs) animal companion named Bandit, who is a raccoon. We all love Bandit. That's true. Bandit, Bandit. Bandit, Bandit's like maybe a little bit more rotund on the raccoon side, maybe a little spoiled, and uh, Connie is able to communicate with all animals uh in the <laughs> which which happened through throughout her times uh and since we last played she has been able to commune with even more than that mm. she's she's i mean she's got she's got the like the like tan shorts the tan shirt with like way too many pockets sleeves are rolled up of course because she means business mm-hmm. uh she got them boots with the high brown socks yes uh and she's got uh, she's got her hair in a ponytail. She's got that like really wide brim like campaign hat. Yes. And Bandit likes to hide under her hat. <gasps> as far as her relationships with the other characters, thank goodness I already have bonds with the other characters written down. Uh, so Mortimer has no respect for nature, so I have no respect for them. <laughs> There's a tree before. No respect for nature. <laughs> Ember does not understand life in the wild, so I will teach them. That's oh, very true. Cute. That's and, also true. And this is based on like the episode one recording. Uh, Roxar is a poor animal that needs help. <laughs> and I feel like he is constantly taking advantage of that. <laughs> now, I think that did update 
a few episodes later to Roxar is a dangerous animal and I must protect it, it, I, feel like, I feel like it did, uh, and I just did not update it on my character sheet. In fact, I didn't even update Roxar's my level like, on it. Ooh, 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 somebody please help me? <laughs> well, he got, like, he got really blast. messed up in like the first episode, I want to say. Mm. The wolf attack? That sounds yeah. right. Aww, remember the Roxar is a dangerous animal and I must protect <laughs> others from him. Got it. He loves milk. All right. <laughs> Gotta put out that well, fire with milk. Roxar loves milk? Do you think that, like, reptiles would love milk more? Like, what the fuck is this shit? It's so good. <laughs> it's it is best. wild. Uh, <laughs> and Carrie, we will get into your character just here very shortly. I'll sit here quietly then. <laughs> I promise I won't keep you waiting. <laughs> what was my voice? Uh, oh. But let's go ahead and get right into it. So you have just... Um, they have opened the main gates to Valaki. They originally had the gates shut up very tight. They were very protective of anybody entering their town. They grilled you very hard, asking about your allegiances, whether or not you were affiliated with Strahd. And it wasn't until Irina revealed her identity, you guys were trying to keep it somewhat on the DL yeah. because Strahd was after her, was that, and she revealed that I am the Burgomaster's daughter from Barovia's daughter. My father is dead. I need refuge in your town, and I need to speak with your burgomaster and give him the news. They opened the gates and let you into their fair city. You saw, you actually saw, by comparison to Barovia, that Valaki is actually a living, breathing town. There's color. There are people walking on the streets. What? Um, it's it, it, it's a drastic difference from everything you've seen thus far. One of the things that Connie did pick up on at the end of our last session was that. The people in this town are tired. Mm. All of the joy, with big old air quotes around joy that you see, very much so feels forced. But people aren't complaining. They are working, but they are run down. Um, a couple of things that the guard told you going in, and I'll just rehash those real quick. He gave you a couple of rules that once you are inside the town, the mention of the name Strahd is strictly illegal, even in written form. If you have to refer to him, you may use the um, pronoun the devil. <gasps> um, Velaki holds a, a festival each week in honor of the residents' general merriment and continued support of the burgomaster, Baron Vargas Velakovich. As guests of Velaki, the party is not required to aid in the preparation, but your attendance and participation is mandatory. Um, and failure to comply with any Velakian law will mark you as criminals to your city and you'll be punished accordingly. So, no big deal Ooh, on that last town. one. So. Josh, is that good? Um, I think we're going to get in trouble here. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> So a as they kind of usher you through the gates, you bring your cart in. Duke, this place looks great, Duke, buddy. <laughs> That's my voice now. Mortimer, you actually turn around and you realize Duke is gone. Fuck! <laughs> and you do actually feel in your cloak pocket, you feel like there's a bit of a weight in there. That's the thing. Uh, I don't say anything. You don't say anything? Okay. I feel like uh, slightly metagaming. I feel like Mort just knows, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. obviously, he feels presence. Yeah, I feel has like left I feel like sometimes a character one can metagame in a fun way, and I feel like with a thing that does not metagame in the forward direction, meaning like, oh, I know all the the weaknesses of a a mind flare or whatever because I read about it. Right. Uh, something that like cuts through the the red tape of like, whoa, what the fuck? Why shouldn't we spend the rest of today finding uh, Duke? Like, but no. if you yeah. don't say anything. The others are going to be like, where's Duke? 
I think it's kind of like a quiet resignation. I think it's a, it's it's a negative choice for him, uh, and he just he can just feel it immediately. Um, his heart knows. His heart knows. Uh, you know, maybe there's a little bit of mist. Maybe there's footprints going off in the direction of Ravenloft. Maybe he sees a bat. Uh, all of these things are true for those of you who are listening and know that occasionally you play tabletop role playing games where uh, the people switch in and out but yeah no he won't say anything and he uh is immediately distraught as you go through the gates they bring you off to a uh, side table they get you checked checked in they take down each of your names uh isaac the guard that first spoke to you isaac okay, what's up bro so, <laughs> you hey man you're hot what's up <laughs> th- thank you i appreciate it it is izek and that is from the book uh, that's not oh. me just calling him isaac from other norhal <laughs> I, n- I just now realized, like, oh, yeah, I had a character Where's named it? that as well. Whoops. Where's it? Smash. Uh, um, okay, so as citizens of our city, we will allow you to carry your weapons because we support your right to protect yourselves in these strange times. However, brandishing your weapons uh, at guards or any other citizens recklessly will be subject to punishment. Do any of you have anything you would like to declare while you are here? Declare? What does that mean? I mean, what the weapons that you have on you, anything we should be aware of as guards of this city? No. Okay. How do you feel about wild animals? <laughs> They're tame, but also wild. Now, is Bandit, like, on your shoulder as you're asking this? Uh, I will... I'm going to roll to see <laughs> okay. how well-behaved he's being. Uh, he is, like... He's like at the foot of the guard, like looking up at him, but with but with but with with the with the expectant eyes of like, you will give me something. Not will you give me something, but certainly you will give me something. What are you going kinda, to give me? Uh, Isaac just kind of, and he actually pulls out like a bit of hardtack from his pocket and like drops it. As long as you can keep him under control and make sure he's not destructive or disruptive, I suppose he's fine. Oh, he is most well-behaved. You don't have to worry about him anymore. <laughs> a, uh, a runner uh, comes up to Isaac and whispers in his ear. Isaac nods a couple times. Okay, okay. And he looks back at you. Uh, our Burgomaster is not able to see you tonight, and he gestures to Irina when he says this. Uh, however, he has very generously offered to cover your stay at the Blue Water Inn located near the town square, as well as your meal. He sends his regards and is willing to speak with you in the morning should you wish to deliver the news of your father's demise. Um, other than that, please enjoy your stay in Velaki. Please do not cause trouble and all will be well. And he just kind of nods and turns and walks away. Cool. All right. What do y'all do? Do y'all proceed uh, toward the town square where the inn was, or... Would y'all notice that Duke's not there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, I'm just, you're not saying anything, but I'm just going to immediately ask about it. No, we ignore it. <laughs> we <laughs> swore a pact. No I, no, I think that Ember would be like, um, Mark, where the, where the fuck is Duke? He's gone. And then I take out I, what I assume is uh, that, uh, was it like... 
raven kind or whatever it is the the necklace that shoots laser beams oh there's a couple uh, things in your pocket actually there's actually a big uh like a uh, like a bound pack you would know this like as a thief but almost like a reverse pickpocketing has happened wow yeah Uh, and i got this actually directly from howard because i wanted to give his how i wanted to give duke some some kind of you know send send off off. here yeah Mm -hmm. my dearest mortimer (gasps) i am sorry to say that I can no longer keep you safe by staying with this party. I need to set out and take care of Strahd on my own, and you need to see to the safety of Irina. I leave to you this letter to my husband and my children in case I do not return, the holy symbol so that you can continue to protect Irina and the others, the daggers that I took from you, and there are <laughs> all six, all six <laughs> daggers are back in, are, are in this small pack. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and a lock of my hair for Roxar to remember me by. Oh. Oh. Please see to their safety, for I am counting on you. You are a good man, Mortimer, and I trust oh. you. <laughs> oh, Duke! Uh, yeah, as soon as we get checked in, then I, I would probably say, I would hand the, um, with tears in my eyes, I would hand the lock of hair to uh, uh, Rexar, uh, and I'd probably, who would I, who, and I, then I would dangle the uh, amulet and be like, Duke's gone. He, um, he, he left. I mean, I'm not surprised because I always, just always knew he was going to try to do it on his own. Yeah. Crazy. Hope he's all right. He'll be fine, I'm sure. But who should carry this thing? And I jangle the amulet. Perhaps I should carry it as the next in line as far as like holiness is concerned. Mm, it's fair to me. Right. She's got a point. No, it's fine. I don't. I want was it. gonna ask for it because it kind of goes with my outfit. It does. Yeah. I, um, I, I see guess your it point. would. I f- look, I feel Ember like it's maybe a little gaudy for you. You know, you're like, so. Ripe. I mean, look at look at this thing. It's like. It's like got that big chain. And it's like, like honestly, it's like a- it looks really great. Like it, you know, the contrast of the the amulet with your outfit. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. I thought it blended in with the the, the like tan, like the gold on the tan. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was almost like you can't even tell it's there. Oh, yeah, you look great. When you leave the house, take off one accessory. Is what they say. Right? Yeah, take off hmm. one amulet. One amulet. <laughs> I will not lose the hat. <laughs> uh, he he'll be missed, but I, I'm I'm sure. He will help us in some way in the future. We will meet again. We will meet again. If only we could carve his visage out of stone and mm. remember him in some manner. I don't know what that means. That's weird to say. <laughs> so I imagine you guys are kind of doing this, doing a walk and talk, walking through the streets of the town. Yeah. Classic walk and talk, yeah. As you proceed through the streets, again, it is a much more lively and active town. You see people coming in and out to buildings. You see actual shops and stores, you know, little pawn shops and odds and ends here. You see a bakery on the corner. Like, it's this actually feels like what you would expect to live in back in Drunkeros. Like, this feels like mm. a living town. Um yeah. You definitely get this feeling, and it's it is palpably obvious from somebody who does not live in this town that this is a little weird. Like there's yeah. a weird air, just with how <laughs> almost toxically positive this town is trying to be. Like, is it kind of like um, shit? Like kind of Stepford Wives vibes, or like it it it, it kind of does. Uh, you can tell it's very much so being forced rather than robotic. Um, but people are just like, everything's fine, you know, ha <laughs> ha, I'm not miserable. Um, 
And as you are walking in the streets, uh, one, one thing that kind of catches your eye that's a bit odd is you see a, a man uh, sitting behind a, a large box with a cloth over it, and it looks to be a doctor inspecting a patient of some kind out on the streets, uh, and that's a oh. little bit unusual. And Carrie, why don't you tell us about him? Basically, you'll see this big, burly guy. He's got one eye, and he's got an eye patch over the other. He's got scars up and down his arm. He's got some couple of tattoos nice, here nice, and nice. there. Yes. He's got his mouth yes. open, and there's a tongue depressor in it. And attached to that tongue depressor is my character. Uh, he's got oh, he's got long God, black gloves, and he's got like he's got like a, a like long flowy robes that are also in a blackish hue on his face. He's got one of those plague doctor masks that come out, and, yes. and as he's looking this guy over, uh, you hear you can kind of hear him say, "Okay, you're good. Go ahead and go." And he gets up off the box and he starts walking away, and you see. The doctor pick up a, a pad and paper, shaking his head sadly and writing it as the big man walks away. Oh, he's never going to walk again. He said he was walking. He said he was walking. He was walking. Huh. Huh. Well, if we get banged up, because, I mean, I still think one of my ribs is broken, but... Maybe you should, try to go, maybe you should talk to him. Maybe I should talk to him. Um, Let's just see, see what his price is. You know? Irina, do you still have any burns from your haircut? Nobody... <laughs> I forgot about her hair getting chopped off. <laughs> Um, Irina kind of like, kind of like tufts at her hair. She's like, I mean, Madame Ava kind of helped fix it a bit. It, it stings a little, but most, most of the burns are gone, I think. Where, where back in the day, like people that cut hair, like did They were dentists too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barber surgeons, barber surgeons. So fucking weird. I fucking hate the past. <laughs> the past sucks. sucks. If you play the Warhammer fantasy role-playing game, you can be a barber surgeon. That's amazing. I walk up to uh, this person and say, Air Surgeon, good to see you. Uh, me and my friends here have gone through a little bit of a scrap with the devil himself. So, uh, and Mort kind of lifts up his shirt and has like a slightly less purple bruise. Like, mm. can you make sure that I'm not like, I don't know, too Just fucked up? Dying. Dying. Bleeding internally. Bleeding. Let's have a look here. Uh, yeah, here, have a seat on top of my box and I'll have a look at you. And I pull, you know, and I, and I, Start poking and prodding at the big bruise. <laughs> like, start feeling at it with my hands, and I'm looking up and down. I'm like, all right, so a couple of things. Either A, you have a broken rib, or B, you have ghosts in your blood. If it's ghosts in your blood, we can start bloodletting right now, or you can wait until I find some more leeches. <laughs> hmm. um, well, maybe it's the past. I'm like, buddy, I love leeches, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's the broken rib, though, because that, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure. Okay. Uh, I feel like I could roll something about this, like spout mm. lore, or is, is that what it is? Is it spout lore? Is that the skill? You could try and roll spout lore if you wanted I would to do like that. To, it would be... I would like to spout lore. Plus intelligence. Oh, is that what it, oh, uh, oh, dang, yeah. If I do it about a monster, I get to use wisdom. Uh, I got an... What is my intelligence? There we go. Uh, a seven. You got a seven. Matthew's happy whenever he can fail, so we're good. Oh, uh, uh, Josh, I assume we're starting off at zero. What's the experience again? Or we start off at zero? Everybody's going to start over at zero with their experience. Since that we, makes sense. Some of y'all bumped up two levels, so. I bumped up. I had five what? experience. I think I technically bumped up yeah. three, or I or my sheet was wrong. It's <laughs> also extremely possible. Um, so with a seven, I get to tell you something interesting. It's up to you to make it useful. Uh, you're pretty sure ghosts and blood isn't, isn't a real thing. 
You know, I appreciate your expertise here, street doctor, but um, hmm? <laughs> ghosts and blood don't mix. They haunt the soul. They don't care about your platelets and Damn. your hemoglobins. I stand up right and I take my mask off and say, you're well-versed in medicine and you're absolutely right. They don't mix. That's why it's imperative we get them out immediately. <laughs> I can't fault you on that logic, but at the same time, I, mm, in my heart of hearts, I know there's something wrong about that. No, are you, are you missing uh, hit points right now, Tim? Or no? Uh, I don't think so. Because no? I think we I think we everybody slept. was healed up after oh. the meeting with Madam Ava. Yeah. Oh, who can who can heal more hit points now that I have oh. a card up my sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be a good old fashioned heal off? Is that what's going to happen here? I heal off. I forget how much money I have, but I feel like I've acquired some. Oh, no worries. I will not charge you for my services here. Would you like a dagger? I have a couple. Uh, sure. Uh, if if we if we sell stuff at 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 cost, we'll have a lot more money. Because I don't know that we've sold anything yet. Yeah, because I feel like we kind of uh, uh, Irina's brother, whatever his name is, kind of loaded us up on gear. So like yeah, he got you supplies, yeah. adventuring kits, things like that. Yeah, he bought us a lot of weird stuff at at our expense, but he didn't give us any extra money. But we got money in Ghost House. That's right. Sorry, we got we yeah, got we got we, we got, got stuff, stuff in Gold ha- Ghost right. House to so, sell. So we could sell the stuff. Yes, but we just haven't been to like a place to sell yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like since a merchant. then, you know, that's a very good point. Uh, I have that written down somewhere. I will find it after this episode. I have I have it on my character sheet where I have eight I have eight hundred gold pieces worth of jewelry. That's a lot. Because Mortimer was gonna steal it, and we were we caught him, and then I just took it. That's right. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like Duke Silver just took me away, <laughs> and Connie's like, "Well, just drag him away." It's a dead it's a uh, dead house. Man, Mort, you're gonna steal so much stuff now. Yeah. Because, like, Amber is going to let you do it and help you. Probably. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to help you steal. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Amber. <laughs> so this street doctor has said he's not he's not willing to charge y'all. What, what are you what are you doing from here? You, you all seem like you're not from the town. You have glum faces for one. And that's kind of a big tip off. Uh, yeah. What's the deal with that? Everyone looks freakishly happy here. Are they on laudanum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they all on laudanum? I mean, why wouldn't you be happy in this town? We have festivals every week. It's a good time to be had by all mm. every week. I, I appreciate that we're not out on the road uh, under attack by the devil and also that um, I can take a bath here and that there are other people and it's not a smelly goat cart. I'm sorry. Donkey cart. All things to be grateful for. <laughs> we did find that weird horse, right? In that cart, didn't we? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Weird horse? <laughs> well, you saw what I call it a ghost Sometimes horse. you see notes and you... F- oh, yeah, that's right. It's a oh, ghost yes. Horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. The carriage. Go, ca- or go, ghost horse so carriage. So listen, if ghosts are real, why could there not be ghosts Dude, in the Dude, remember blood? that? Oh, that's right. The carriage that goes to Ravenloft. Yeah. And we're like, let's fucking do it. Let's die. Yeah, <laughs> this is a bad idea. Let's make Josh figure out how not to kill us. <laughs> like, well, uh... That's on him, not us. Curse of Strahd is done now. You're all fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, the break for kids on bike was not due to taxis and it was because Josh
Ross was like, they keep trying to kill themselves. I don't know what to do. Mortimer just needs to die. I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> he crazy. That, that's what's in his blood. The, go- the ghosts are the will yeah. to die. Yeah. yeah. The desire. I have horse ghosts in my blood. <laughs> Could be Duke's ghost in your blood. No. <laughs> yeah, He's we're, alive. We are um, from Barovia. <laughs> Well, everyone knows that, right? Because they know who Arena is. Barovia, the town, or Barovia, the country. Town. There's Irina, the Burgermaster's daughter. I remember her having nicer I'm... hair. <laughs> well, some things happened. It couldn't be helped. It looks great. Look, you can only learn so much from a sketch, all right? When's the last time you saw her in person? I guess never. I've seen her illustrations, mainly, in this town. Uh, mm. At any rate, <clears throat> I'm Vincent. I'm not from here either. Hi, Vincent. Oh. Hello, Vincent, from not here. Are you just passing through, or? Well, I've been here a couple of weeks. Uh, you wouldn't happen to be adventurers of some kind, would you? I flick a dagger in a cool way. Uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Amber gets out a dagger, too, and just <laughs> holds it. Like, doesn't flick it around at all, just... We are, um, guards, wink, who, uh, protect high-valuable people, Wink. I it, think you could call us adventurers. Yeah, we're adventurers. We've been adventuring for like, I don't know, like two weeks. So, <laughs> yeah, we're adventurers. Great. In that case, I'll join you. You I mean, Are you from uh, outside Barovia yourself or? Yes, I am from Drunk Gross. Oh, hell yeah. All right. <laughs> I've been here for like a month. Uh, Joshua Scalf, my good friend uh, and confidant. Yes. What's the insight equivalent here? Uh, the insight equivalent here would be discern realities, if you wanted to try to do that. Thank you. And let's pretend, like, I forgot that basic moves is sitting right next to me, and I could have just looked at that. <laughs> uh, if I wanted to roll discern realities, would you say that is a roll plus wisdom? Yes, it is. Damn. Uh, what would you say to an eight? An eight. Uh, you can ask one of the questions from the list. Ah, bees, bees is crimbus. Uh, what is about to happen? <laughs> Did we just become best friends with the stranger? <laughs> I think we fucking did. I think we got to throw down in the, the fucking uh, uh, bar tonight. Did, did we see the one-eyed doctor and say, yeah? <laughs> My patient had one eye. I have two eyes. <laughs> we didn't ask you have two eyes. Yeah. What you, you couldn't see it first because the mask. Yeah, what do you look like with the, with the mask off? Well, with the mask off, I have glasses. They, they, they look a little tattered, like they're old. And mm. a clean-shaven face, and he's very uh, genuine. He looks like a nice guy. I don't is, know. Is he a human? He's human. Yes. Okay. Uh, is he like a nice guy, or a, he's a nice guy? He's a, he's a nice guy. He looks like he's here. And... He just looks like a like a dude. Well, you know, okay. When you read a book, sometimes they say things that you don't entirely know what they mean, but you know what they yeah. mean. So, like, he has kind eyes. He has kind, kind of eyes. eyes. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yes, his eyes yeah. are very kind. He, he, He's he's a genuine person. Mm-hmm. A f- just a fella's ass fella. Just a did, freaking human being. Did, did you say that he appears older? I'd have a beer with that guy. <laughs> uh, no, he he's like uh, 30, 35, right in there. Okay. Oh, yeah, so he's young as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll never yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Young. Very young. So young. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> so to answer your question, Matthew, of what is about to happen here, um, as far as if you're asking about danger, you don't really pick up on any danger. You don't get the vibe that this is somebody who's trying to swindle you from Vincent. You don't get anything like that. You get the impression that what he is saying is true, that he is, you know, he's not from 
Barovia, like very similar to y'all. He came here for whatever reason. Do we know reason. anything about Drunkeros? Like, what should we expect from a Drunkerosian? A drunkard, if you will. I mean, we're from there. It's like 10,000 years before the podcast, so... It is a long, long time before, uh, I guess, where current Gapcast takes place. Uh, but, 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 but where... All right, remember, we're the Norhal characters inhabiting the the bodies and minds of... the. Listen, no- <laughs> time travel's weird, man. It's rules yeah, and shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. It is due to the way that... Uh, Ravenloft works. We're not going back in time to our Norhal. We're trying to defeat Strahd in any of the realities that exist. Which is why if Duke is dead, it does not break our time loop. Because the way that like time works with like the Shadowfell and shit like that, it it's really weird. So it works. Yeah, it works. But I, what I will say is, however Connie would expect a Drunkerosi to act... Uh, Connie's picking up similar vibes from Vincent. I would even go as far to say as it's like, you know, the plague mask is not particularly familiar, but the rest of his clothes, it's like, yeah, okay, that that looks more familiar than what the people of Barovia have been he's wearing. A, he's a drunkarosi ass drunkarosi. Yeah, nice. like I'd have a, I'd, I would have a beer with that. I would have an ale with that. You, guy. you drop a uh, an idiom that someone in Arkansas would say, uh, so to speak. Okay, bye. We agree, so we do it, yeah. Um, you, you know, Vincent, we, we we have recently lost one of our own, and it certainly would be nice, once once you finished with whatever is going on right here, if maybe, if you wanted to join us as an adventuring party, maybe get out, see the world a little bit, fight a little whoa, bit whoa, of whoa, the Connie, devil. We, let's, let's just talk to Vincent a little bit first to see what's up. Um, by the way, my name's Mort. This is Rexar, Roxar, Ember, and Connie, and Bandit. Mortimer, I am very capable of introducing myself. Thank you very much. And I'll tell you what, I got a good vibe about this guy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Vibe check. What's (laughs) What's a vibe check? I mean, I think that's just turn reality. Yeah, yeah, Connie already did it. Vibe check. He opened up my box and looking around, and I don't have a vibe checker with me, but... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why don't we... Why don't we have some dinner together? Yeah. No, I have a drink. Rex, uh, Rex, a beverage. Think? Is this like a... Your sense is going wild. Do always love a man in uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love a man who can set a bone. <laughs> Real talk? Roxar would look fucking great in a Plague Doctor. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, in Ugh. World of Warcraft, there is like a vaguely Plague Doctor's mask and some of the races looks like like if, if you play a worgen sometimes your your armor looks like shit mm-hmm. and sometimes it looks like the best on you and i feel like that's what's happening here. yeah it's like oh a mask that is begging for us now <laughs> well we're just new here but seems like you've been here a long time so i guess like connie said we could probably use a little tips as outsiders from an outsider that's been here for a little bit well all right, well, what I can tell you is I've been here for two weeks now. Uh, both times there's been a, a... This will be, I think, my third festival, if I, my numbers are right. But... Oh, yeah. Love a festival. Love a festival. A lot of marks. They believe it keeps the devil out. That's why we have these festivals, and everyone's so cheerful. It's this good, positive attitude that's supposed to keep, you know, bad things out. 
Mm. But don't worry, I think this time it's definitely going to work, because I convinced them to have a lot more dairy products at their festival. What kind of dairy products did you have in mind? You know, like milk! God damn it. <laughs> the devil hates milk! Have you ever taken milk, combined it with a little vanilla extract, and frozen it, and oh sorry, and some sugar, frozen <laughs> it, and then... Eating it that way. Well, you, if you want to use rock salt to help cool the temperature at a quicker Ooh. pace so that it turns into a thick, almost solid substance, like an iced milk. <laughs> what I the love iced fuck milk. are you talking about? I pick up my notepad and I'm like, start from the beginning, please. This sounds amazing. <laughs> I, I explain ice cream to Vincent. Right. So y'all are walking and talking and discussing the mere nature of ice cream together <laughs> through the streets of this town. We, we end up in a shop, we sell all of our stuff at cash value, and then we go to a bar. I'm sorry, we go to a, an ale house to... Taverina? Tavern, thank you, yes. Uh, so I will say if we want to do that for the sake of expediency, yeah, you can go ahead and sell all that. Well, you can say you stop can, at a pawn shop. Can I roll charisma to get a good price? Because I have charisma. Uh, is there a roll you could do? I think there actually is a parlay roll you can make. Yeah. 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 So you could roll parlay and let's see if we can get you guys a, a bit of a better price. All right. So my charisma is, uh, uh, my modifier is two. It's better than mine. So. 2d6 plus two. 2d6 plus two, baby. Um, seven. Oh, nine. Nine. Ooh. And nine. So first, uh, break me off a piece of what, what is this? What does <laughs> the sales pitch sound like from Mort? How are you trying to convince this? Uh, we're, we'll call it like a pawn shop owner. Yeah, you guys find a, a cheap pawn shop to sell. How, how is Mortimer trying to say that this is the best shit that they have to buy? Uh, I, I want to say that it was liberated from a, a, a small village recently um, sacked uh, or attacked by um, minions of the devil. And uh, we beat them back. I show them my bruise. Uh, so we beat them back with no small amount of effort and pain on our end. Uh, but uh, this is some hot, original, um, non-safe area where that is just... Look, you, you don't get that shine, baby. Not in, this, not in this area. Okay. So you did roll a hit. So on a hit, they will do it, but you have to make them a promise first. And with this, what he said, he's, he seems to be kind of picking up what you're throwing down. He's like, okay, okay. So I'll tell you this. You come across any more of this kind of good stuff, you bring it straight to me and only me. See? <laughs> I don't know about that. Mort says lying. I can, I can make a killing. I can make a killing for this stuff. Um, you know what? You got yourself a deal. And um, Mort spits in his hand and, hand, and puts it out. <laughs> Uh, mm, no thank, no, no thank you. And he kind of, he kind of like, instead of like shaking your hand, just kind of baps the other side of your hand. <laughs> can we, can we elbow bump? I was going to say, instead of spitting in the hands and shaking. Yeah, I spit on my elbow though. Um, oh, how gross. do we want to deal with community gold? Hmm. I mean, if y'all want to divide it equally or we can just kind of flub that. Are we selling the stuff that I had? Yeah. Do you just want to keep it, Matthew? So what I'm thinking is... Connie is a generous person, and she's going to divide it evenly amongst the four adventurers that were there when we got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. each of us would get two hundred gold. Okay. Yeah. Do you just want to do you just want to track all of it, or 
I I can uh I mean I can. I can just I'll just write I write uh, I have 800 so we're sorry. Did we get a better price than what we than what it was valued at? Yeah, he's he's going to cut you a deal under the promise that Mort is going to kind of be his supplier on this stuff right, going forward. Right, right, right. Uh, he's going to cut you an extra, cut you an extra 10% on that. So 880. Yeah. So 220 <laughs> to everybody. I'll I'll just I'll just say 880 like communal. Cool. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for agreeing uh, to be volunteered to be the uh, war chest. If I know yes. any, if I know anybody on this call who is most prepared to keep track of money, it's my wife through me. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> Molly. Yes? I need you to keep track of eight hundred and eighty oh, gold. Do it. <laughs> she said, "Okay, cool." That was so funny. <laughs> so as you walk and talk to the streets, you sell your gold. You, you sell all of this fancy jewelry and finery that you stole from a murderous house. Uh, you do as you Liberated. approach the town square. You, it starts to become a bit more festive. You actually see a bunch of old decorations still hung up. They're very much so clashing with each other. It's like yeah. this looks like a. A decoration for a different celebration. It's like and Halloween and Christmas, different. like overlapping. Halloween, mm, Christmas, nice. and Thanksgiving, like all at the same okay. time. Yes. Nobody decorates for Thanksgiving. I'm into it. So I'm able to put a turkey out. A little, pumpkin, <laughs> a little cornucopia. A cornucopia. Cornucopia. No, sir. <laughs> and more notably, to kind of go along with that feeling is, uh, as you start getting closer to the town square, you do see a bulletin board, and at the top of the bulletin board, it says. This week, come join us for the Spring Harvest Festival. And then you then notice that's been crudely scratched out. And then below that, it says, this week, come join us for the Post Spring Harvest Festival. That's been scratched out. And then below that, it says, this week, join us for the Wolf's Head Jamboree. That's been scratched out. Oh and then God. finally, oh, below, that sounds better. You, cool. Below that, you see the Festival of the Blazing Sun, uh, which you infer to be this is the the current week one. There's a lot of old signs that have either been scratched <laughs> out or pasted <laughs> over. It this this bulletin board is a mess of activity. I would wish they would just put a new piece of paper over the old one. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's 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 wild here. So do you know how long they've been having festivals? This is uh, Ember asking Vincent. Is this like a recent thing that they've been doing or has it been going on for a while? Oh, well, I think they started doing the festivals like, was a 100 years ago? Something like that. Oh, what? wow. How often do they clean this bulletin board? Well, oh. for as long as they've been able to keep the devil out, that's how long they've been doing this. I mean, there's a couple of theories that go around. One is these these awesome festivals they have every week. And the other one is that there's uh, some kind of hollowed ground. Hmm. Hmm. Noted. Uh, as you approach the town square a bit further, you do see this is the most busy and bustling of any section of the town you've seen thus far. Most notably, in the very center of the town square on a very large round dais, you see a stockades. You see several people in the stockades uh, with donkey heads on top of their heads. <laughs> Um, and there is a sign there that says imprisoned for spreading malicious unhappiness. Oh my God. Uh, and then some people are kind of gathered around and laughing. Obviously you do see a person throw a uh, rotten tomato of sorts oh. every once in a while. Wait, is it a good uh, tomato? A, a lettuce, a head of lettuce. <laughs> yes. 
Um, but you know, that's, it's just a thing going on in the very center of this town. A uh, couple other things you happen to see, you see what you would probably recognize as a carnival cart, like a, a cart of what a carny would have with them. And you okay. see a man, uh, with a very stereotypical carnival barker, top hat, twirly mustache with a saber tooth tiger in the carnival cart and a monkey on his shoulder and he's what? he's doing this typical carnival barker stuff just like yes yeah, see one of the many wonders of the world this mysterious creature and you know given the whole spiel you do see the blue water in on the corner here you see it's it, it's it's a party here. Like, this is like the red light district almost of this town. Wow. Yeah, so after, like after we watched the, the Rob Starkism that we just walked past, <laughs> and now we see the cage of the saber-toothed tiger. Or did you say lion? Saber-toothed tiger. Saber-toothed ti- saber tiger. Connie is definitely not at ease, uh, and she would walk up and... She wouldn't be sure at first. She would look. She would look at the monkey and the saber toothed tiger, and she would actually talk to the saber toothed tiger. Um, are you doing okay? Um, <laughs> so before this, so as you guys have kind of entered the town square, are you saying like Connie just did a beeline straight to this cart? <laughs> this is this is after seeing people with donkey heads where their normal heads should be. Now, their heads were not cut off. It's like if just you took a mask. donkey head, uh, made a mask out of it, and just oh, stuck it over it's, them. It's a hat on a hat. Okay. A hat on a head. It, it is still pretty fucked up, but it's not like you, you're you just seeing dead bodies in the street. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty fucked up. But yeah, so Connie just makes a beeline over? Certainly, like, like not, not like a beeline, but she would definitely, like, after, she would, like, kind of like hone in on on the 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 people kind of strung up and then she would see this other thing and be like oh there's more shit (laughs) okay it it's continuing uh and then she would she would walk over that way okay are the rest of you following connie or just still kind of taking in all the sights you're seeing here amber would yeah i think so uh okay so connie you just you just start talking to the saber tooth tiger (laughs) and you ask Uh, are you doing okay Hey, you you doing okay? <laughs> There's a lot going on here. The saber tooth tiger uh, kind of looks over at you, kind of quizzically, kind of cocks its head, and it's like, "Oh, you're very interesting." <laughs> it's not often I find someone who can talk the right language. <laughs> Look, I talk the talk, I walk the walk. I I see what's going on here, and like, I see what's going on with you, and I want to know, like, you okay, bro? Oh, I'm doing marvelous. See this? This looks quite uncomfortable, but uh, my mm, partner here—it's—it's it's all an act. Okay, that's cool. I—I I put up a good act, acting like ooh, the the mysterious imprisoned animal. <laughs> People come by, drop a few coin in his hats, and uh, they go on their merry way. And I get fine steaks and a a nice warm den to sleep in. That sounds good. I mean, like as long as you're being treated right, because like. We just got here, and things are a little weird. And and meanwhile, everyone else is like listening to this, and she's just going like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the particular dialect for saber tooth tigers, of course. It's when it's when you approach them and you want to be like, yo, I'm your bro, not like mm. hostile or yeah. anything. Otherwise, it'd be like, gotcha. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lean over to Vince and like, she can talk to animals or something, or something. Uh, 
like you know that or yeah yeah for pretty sure oh okay yeah, well I, know, I mean she talks to bandit well <laughs> bandit listens she says she talks to bandit but it, you don't it, think it's real i mean bandit hmm. i don't know i don't think it's not real is what i'm saying hmm. i i i think she's doing it but i'm just saying if i found out she wasn't i wouldn't be i, I also would be surprised hmm. got it that half explains this. <laughs> uh, as Connie is speaking with the saber-toothed tiger, the um, the carnival barker comes over. He says, "Oh, you like the you like my wonderful pet here? One of the many dangers of the world. I had to fight hard to get this one, but I've brought <laughs> it here to introduce the world to creatures that are normally unseen. You a fan?" Connie will like give him the side eye and then look <laughs> back at the saber-toothed tiger and be like, "No, really, like." How did how did this happen? I mean, he is a monster hunter, yes, but we came to an arrangement. He's he's quite a nice fellow. Oh, okay. I mean, he, he's put on this tough guy act, and really, it seems like maybe it was like a. a I'm not gonna I'm not gonna assume anything here. Maybe a mammoth steak or something. Just really just bought your, your friendship. Some people have a price, and mine was. Mine was met. Uh, and <laughs> while you're just, you've just kind of turned and started talking to this tiger again, the carnival barker's still talking to you. And he's actually like popped off, um, like he, the monkey pops off uh, his shoulder and runs down his arm as he's gesturing to you. And the monkey pulls off his small top hat and holds it in front of you. Oh he's like, oh, oh, my little friend here is asking for a tip for you enjoying the show. It would be much appreciated. Bandit, you know what to do. Bandit goes, takes the tiny top hat, and puts it on. Oh, oh you're an animal lover, too. Mind you, mind you, Bandit also has some cool shades from when uh, we went uh, shopping. Fucking forgot about the cool shades. So, so Bandit is wearing a top hat in cool shades. I love Bandit. They're like, they're like kids' sunglasses, but they fit a raccoon. Mmm... Well, it's good to see another fellow animal lover. That's quite adorable. <laughs> but seriously, I am running a business here. You know, tips are much appreciated. All right, here's a tip. You should always tip the service industry. That is true. That's true. We have the gig economy now, and it's our our. Yeah, you you know what you know what you you were brought from out of town to support this t- town, and 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 really, you're providing a service. You're bringing joy to the people here who. Seem to have boundless joy, and you know what? You're you're worth it. Here's a shiny gold piece. Well, thank you very much. Is that is that is that like good? Is that I'd be mean, like I don't know. Is like they don't yeah, do silver normal? and copper, that right? Is that He's just, I mean, that it's, approach? it's it's a thing. I mean, it's it's kind of like I would say like a like a hundred yen coin. You know, it's not a lot, but it's not nothing, and you just appreciate mm-hmm. the tip. You can you can like probably find a cheap soda machine that where you can get like a Picari sweat or something. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you very much. I do appreciate the tip and you know, that's coming out of the communal gold y'all. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's good to hear that we are appreciated. Yes. It's a uh, strange times and a uh, traveling entertainer has to spread joy where he can. Traveling, but, huh? Where else do you travel to? to yeah. Oh, you know, around, I just like to spread joy and bring my many wonders of the world through here. How do you not get murdered? <laughs> I mean, and he just steps aside and gestures to the saber-toothed tiger. We have a good arrangement <laughs> here. That's fair. Come back tomorrow, and I might have something great to show you, but 
you enjoy your evening and enjoy the festivities around town. And he kind of goes back and starts talking to other passersby on the street, mm. gesturing to them, giving the whole shame spiel. So how is the tiger? Apparently, he's very happy and is very appreciative of the arrangement that he has with this man in a weird suit. I like his mustache. I wouldn't hunt monsters in, in that attire, but you know, it's it's probably all for show. Not that many monsters here, I suppose, right? Well, uh, no. You probably don't want to say that around here with the monsters. <laughs> yeah, there there are no monsters in here. Right, because they do the, the festivals or whatever. Yes, that's right. Mm. Hmm. Should we go find this tavern and then take our fucking boots off and get some, like, mani pedis or something? That sounds great. I am so down for that. And I just keep walking and dragging my, my cart behind me. Just <laughs> It would be excellent to be within six feet of another person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, you actually see uh, the, the Blue Water Inn is located very adjacent to the town square. So it's you, you see it and you can head on over. Cool. You guys do that? We yeah. do that. Yeah. Okay. You walk in, uh, and very much so kind of like with everything you've seen in the rest of this town, it is a drastic difference from what you saw in Barovia and the, the Blood on the Vine Tavern back in Barovia, whereas this place is hopping. Like, oh, nice. there's, you see, you know, you see trappers getting a drink at the end of a long day, just people who live there. Like, this is like the bar you go at the end of the day. You do see an upstairs uh, here where the in rooms would be, but the bottom floor is just a big, wide-open tavern. You see oh, yeah. a bunch of wine casks behind the bar. Um, and you actually see, for the first time since you have been in Barovia, some real-ass, good-ass-looking food. You see Whoa. you see waiters and waitresses walking oh. through with big-ass steaks and loaves oh. of fresh bread. They oh, have a God. staff? What? Well, yeah, this place is great. No, it's a it's a big inn, and very much so. Like the you, from what you can infer, like this is this is the main bar in town. Irina, why did you not take us here sooner? Jesus, why don't you live here? I'm just following you guys. <laughs> yeah, why don't you live here? Move everyone from your town here. Yeah, sure. I should just have braved the streets on my own with my brother after my father was murdered right inside of my home. Come on. With a killer, you know. Mm, That's uh -huh, not what I meant. With a killer <laughs> uh -huh, on the loose that wants me dead. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That, you're right. I should have moved here sooner. I'm sorry. Uh, can we get a drink? Can we get a drink? Is some drinks for the table? Um, yeah, you guys, you guys move in, and uh, I imagine you can navigate uh, to a table in the corner, maybe pull a couple tables together. Um, mm -hmm. The box is behind me. Yep, and the uh, one you, one of the people walking around with a couple platters. They see you, and she's like, "Haven't seen uh, you in town before. Are you uh, with the Burgomaster's party? We got word that some people were going to be coming." Yeah, these are them. Yeah, that's us. What 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 she was asking is that uh, the Burgomaster at the Sit gate. Sit word that we have a free. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You guys have an arrangement oh, there. Got she's it, like, got it. Okay. okay, great. Um, I'll, Can we put I'll, our shit away? Uh, yeah, um, and she... Say she, it like that? <laughs> <laughs> we put our shit away? Uh, uh, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, we, we, we have a room set aside up for the night, um... Vincent's got, like, an entire cart behind him. Yes? Yeah. Mr. Franks, uh, you're staying in one of the, the community rooms that they have there. It's one of the rooms that just has, like, you know, five or six side-by-side -side beds, like the <laughs> old-fashioned tavern nice. kind of thing. She's like, uh, Vincent, they'll be, uh, Mr. Franks will actually be staying in uh, your room if you want to show them up so you can drop your stuff off. Um, I'll, I'll go, 
I'll go ahead and keep this table aside for you, and I'll I'll bring by um, some food and drinks for y'all. Um, Hot towel too. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> Would it be helpful if we paid up front for the service? Uh, this is this is uh, tonight is covered by the burgomaster. You're you're his esteemed guest mm. tonight. That's fantastic. Thank you. I- including okay. our meals. Yes, yes, of course. The, the tonight, tonight's day and your meals are covered by the Burgomaster as his esteemed guests. Do you have a bath? You beat me to it, Mortimer. You beat me hey. to it. <laughs> I like a, a pampered. Do you have a bath? Uh, yeah, up at the end of the hall, and she gestures one of her platters up at the end of the hall up there. Um, we, we, it's not anything fancy, but we, we do have a place where you may, uh, How rude of us to up. ask you all these questions when you have this platter. We will... Yeah, it's not great. Um, I, I missed that. You said it. I heard it. <laughs> Information left my brain. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, you guys can go ahead and get settled, and I'll, I'll bring some some food back by and make sure this table stays clear for y'all. Y'all look like you've been traveling and have had a rough day, so you deserve a hot, nice hot meal. And she, just before you can even really respond to that, she goes off and starts helping out other patrons of this establishment. Look, I'm not a crazy person, so I think we should milk this for everything that it's worth before we actually have to do any real work. For sure. This is for sure. Constance, you've got it. Yeah, we got to order a, as much food that can last a long time. It's like obviously we need to get like one each meal, right? Right. right. And then get a, like order a lot of like jerky. What what else keeps? What else keeps? Well, look, Potato? I want I want my clothes washed. Mm-hmm. I want clean linens. I want a full bed to myself. Darn I want... my socks. Damn them. Damn them socks. Damn them. <laughs> if you want an idea of some of the things that are being served here, there is a, uh, a chalkboard up behind the bar of oh. the things. They Chalk. offer some fresh bread and hot beet soup are available. Uh, they have cooked uh, wolf steak. The two, wolf steak! The two vintages they have on tap, they have a purple grape mash and a red dragon crush, both of which are actually made by the owners of the inn. Give me that cruise. <laughs> Eagle Park, just gives, baby. Just gives you a bit of a taste of some of the things that are available here. Drastic difference from the beans yeah. and sausage that you had at uh, the wow. Blood on the Vine Tavern. All right, all right. We're gonna get drunk as fuck tonight. <laughs> uh, make sure we uh, deserve this. We deserve this. Hide your val- valuables so you don't actually give them away. Um, I. Gonna try to fill a little bit of a pain hole. Not a big deal, <laughs> you know. Right? <laughs> we need to. We need to have at least two rounds to commemorate Duke. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's the least we could do for him. It's the least know? we could do. Like if we didn't, he'll know. Pardon me, serving wench, but that's the appropriate term, right? <laughs> it's the past. It sucks. Pardon me, serving wench, but what is the what is the strongest drink you have? Oh, that's going to be the Red Dragon Crush. It is a very strong, very fine vintage. We'll take two apiece. Vincent, you want in? Um, yeah, I'll have my usual. Oh. What is Vincent's usual? I, I would also say they have things like general meads here, but like... Is it the double from, <laughs> Yeah. A glass of water and a cup of that soup. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Eating light tonight. You get fucked up. Good for the colon. Gotta keep healthy, you know. Keep those ghosts of the blood. Okay, we're going to go put our stuff down, so... Sure, I'll show you up to the room, guys. Uh, so Vincent leads you upstairs. You see the room. It's very much so what you would expect, a community room. There are individual beds, though. There are trunks at each of the end of the bed, so you can store your stuff. It is, you know, for an inn, it's clean. Cleaner than what you would have expected with this hell dimension that you guys currently are in. Yeah. <laughs> do, uh, do we get the vibe that there's maybe other rooms? 
there are a couple other rooms. You do see another community room kind of... Um, it's like a big a open square room. on the top floor. One uh-huh. of the other uh-huh. walls has another community room there. And actually right next to yours, you do see um, what you would recognize as like the w- one of the very few private rooms that mm. an inn like this would have. Uh, typically those would be what travelers would pay top dollar to get, like that kind of thing. There is a private room here though. Can I go do some um, uh, bullshit to try to get that private room? <laughs> or do we? Oh, I thought you. I thought you were saying that like we already have it because it's like attached to our space. No, no, no. It's it's a separate room. It is a it is a separate visitors room. Can, for this place. can Bandit scout it? <laughs> I see if there's anyone in it. So let's do this point of order. Uh, so Mortimer wanted to see if he can get it. Like, are you saying asking like the bar if that room's available for you? Right, right, right. The Burgermaster, obviously. We have a visiting dignitary. To have her sleep in a common room would be... Oof, that would look bad, right? Uh, yeah, I, I apologize. We actually already do have a patron staying in there, though, and he's he's rented out the room for the next week. He's He, he is another esteemed guest of the Burgomaster. He's, he's participating in the festival... Uh, I, I apologize. There's nothing I can do about that, though. Perhaps he could use some entertainers to entertain him. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do how do you mean? Well, I have my compatriot here. We named Bandit. <clears throat> Bandit, why don't you do a trick for this person who we are talking to? Are they a person that might be bilked out of their room via tricks? Uh, well, I say I say that because Bandit knows how to perform. Okay. As a tr- as a trained skill. What is Bandit doing currently then? Like juggling. what is Bandit? Oh, juggling. Juggling. Aww. Juggling what? <laughs> um gold coins. Whoa! Perfect. So Bandit's Whoa, juggling flex. gold coins. Well, that's <laughs> very that's very adorable and cute. I don't know if he's going Vincent is incredibly impressed. <laughs> yeah, Vincent's never seen Bandit do this before, so I imagine this is great for them. Whoa! <laughs> a trained raccoon. Who who has seen it? I don't know if a trained raccoon will talk them out of their private room. Do you want me to talk to them? Ask. I'm a nice guy. I mean, I'm sure he will be coming by sometime this evening for, for a drink and dinner himself. I guess maybe you could try to speak with him then. I'm I'm sorry. I can't fair. give up another patron's room. I, I apologize. No, I'm sorry. If you, if you did that to me, I would be pissed at you. So I'm glad you're um, not doing it's it. Honorable, it's honorable. It's honorable. Um, so you guys, you drop off all of your stuff. Does anybody take a bath or anything before dinner? Does anybody wash oh. up? Or are you just yes, going straight down? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. In yes. fact, in fact, can dinner be like delivered to our rooms? Yeah. Oh like, God, can I be like, in, can I be like in a, like a big robe? With like dinner on like a little tray in front of me, but there's not there's not TV in front of me. But like we got bandits juggling gold coins. <laughs> Needs a TV. No, ba- ba- bandits recreating my conversation with the saber toothed tiger, but he's pl- he's playing the part of the tiger. You know what? I like that idea actually. I love that you guys are kind of milking this goodwill that's been granted towards yeah. you again. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they the the um. The staff member that you spoke with earlier, she's like, okay, yeah, I suppose you have had a long traveling um, ordeal. Josh, I so want to I remind can... you that we've lived a hell life for like, I don't know, two weeks or something. Yeah. Who knows how long? We don't know. It's been, so it's been I, shit out there. I'm wanting to pamper y'all a little bit. So yeah, yeah. She, she agrees. She will bring it to your room. 
Um, and as you guys are washing up, you guys are maybe laughing and drinking for the first time mm-hmm. in a long time, he throwing smiled. back some old, old, uh, to old Duke. grit mash. To Duke! To Duke! Sure, who's that? Who's <laughs> <laughs> a guy? A, a Duke? I'm important, I'm sure. A paladin with the most luxurious locks. Oh. Oh, they were so beautiful. He was a son of a bitch. <laughs> Roxar, <laughs> he wasn't so bad. Yeah, you holding up okay, Roxar? I mean, th- I that hair was your you. your white whale. I do not know what that means, but I. So you're a lizard? That that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Salamander, yes. Huh? Where are you from? Well, I'm I'm also from from Junkeros. Neat. And as you guys are, are kind of just drinking them back, eating these good-ass wolf steaks that have been brought to you, having, like, what feels like this feels normal for the first night and a long night, um, you know, you're happy for once. Irina is kind of, she's getting her face flushed a little bit. She she is smiling. You've never seen her smile. Is it a good smile? Or she got, like... It's a good smile. She looks like okay. she's a little bit at peace. Um, and just as you guys are getting a little bit rowdy in your room, it starts getting a little rowdy in the bar outside. Ooh. Out, out, out downstairs. Like, you you hear that it's having a good time. Um, does anybody go and take a look or anything? Can I discern realities from afar? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, go ahead and roll plus, uh, wisdom. That is a eight. And eight, so you can ask one question. Based on, so you said like it's kind of getting rowdy, so that kind of like triggered something to me. So really, it is what is about to happen here. What is about to happen here? I imagine maybe Connie's pushing her ear up to the door to hear what exactly the scuffle is. Uh, is that am I right in that? Just trying to. I, I think before- it's one of those things where like because of everything that's been happening to the group since we've been together, like. She hears a commotion in general and wants to get an understanding of what's going on because maybe she's a little bit on edge. Okay, very fair. So it's it's quite a, it's definitely not like going down and like confronting it one on one. She's she's definitely listening. It's kind of like it's kind of like she she's got like the food in front of her. She's in the terry cloth robe, like laying in bed, and like. She hears the thing and just everything stops in the room and she just mm-hmm. focuses on the noise. So what is about to happen then? Well, from you, you listen very carefully. You're trying to see what's going on out there. It is getting loud and wild. Maybe the, the entire room that you guys are in gets a little bit quiet. It's like, what's what's going on? It's getting loud out there. And then you realize after you listen, people are wiling out downstairs it's a party. It, okay. It's a, a party is being thrown downstairs. And, and you hear like loud voices. People are laughing and singing and hooting and hollering. Um, and in particular, you hear a very familiar voice of the carnival barker that you saw outside. Yeah. Uh, do you open the door and investigate? Uh, Connie will look at Ben and be like, let's tie one on. <laughs> and she, 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 she's going to get dressed and go downstairs. Okay, yeah, you throw open the door after you get dressed and you see, yeah, the carnival barker you saw, he's kind of the life of the party downstairs. Like people around, he's, you know, people are laughing and singing, hanging on people, sharing drinks, and it's 
Swinging from the chandeliers. <laughs> Not that far. That would be that would that would you know that would that's dangerous and would spread that malicious unhappiness. Mm, but right, you know. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. There's some couples making out in the corner. Nice. Yeah, like a high school dance. <laughs> People are throwing down cards. You actually like after you know after a bit, um, you see this carnival worker. He's kind of sitting off at a table in the corner. A bunch of people kind of crowded around, playing cards, laughing, yelling at each other, just having a good time. Like, Hell yeah. for the first time in a while, you guys feel like you're in civilization. I love that. Nice. And I think that's a good place for us to stop for yeah. that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Damn. Y'all, thank you so much. It was so fun. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> you're like so good at this. Like an old pair of boots, you know? Yeah. Old pair of boots. Spent into a comfortable pair of shoes. Yeah. So thank you so much for, for listening, uh, dear listeners. It means the world to us. Um, we'll, we'll be getting into much more zany adventures of the uh, Strahd crew over the next uh, weeks. Um, be sure to let us know uh, how you would take advantage of a free uh, mm. night at a hotel with uh, or a tavern even. Uh, because, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to do it up, baby. Um, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah very much so. Very much so. A cheese pizza. This is random. Okay, you can find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning, where the various things that I do can be found because I do tweet about them, for instance. Every Tuesday at 2 p.m., I play uh, Dungeons and Dragons. We're playing through Descent into Avernus. That's right, 2 p.m. Eastern. So if you're in a uh, time zone that can't always hit, the 8 p.m. Tuesday night, um, or 8.30 p.m. Tuesday night uh, Greatest Adventurers stream. Maybe this 2 p.m. one will be good for you. Also, I have a Naruto podcast called Naruto Revuto. Go listen to it. Uh, You can find me on Twitter, at Jennifer Cheek, and you can also find me on our podcast, Dear Internet, where we answer uh, crazy questions from online. You should listen to it. It's like the best mac and cheese you've ever had in podcast form. Wow. You can find me on Twitter at Matthew M. Morris. And if you are a subscriber to the Geekly Inc. Patreon, maybe you'll hear me on Tales from the Foaming Tankard. Oh, come on, bro. Season two. Bro, go bro, man. You can find me at Punk1290 and nowhere else. Uh, you can find me at JW Scalf, or if you like looking at pictures of birds, you can go follow me at Four Rowdy Burbs. And watch how I've ruined my life. You can find me at just about anywhere under Undead Carry. Uh, also, I have a podcast I'm doing also called Forlorn Adventurers. It's not good. Nice. Enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> Forlorn Adventurers. Hell yeah. Everything's bad and we hate it. Find us. Is it a is it a D&D show or is it something oh, different? Oh, it is. It's a 5th edition D&D role play. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wow, that was really excellent and also random. It, we've was, already also introduced rare. all our shows to so this whole segment kind of is moot, where we say it's like, you should also listen to Dear Internet or all yeah. these other things, but we also introduced it. That was random.
enjoyed brute force as well. Can't wait to get caught up on Norhal so I can start the others as well. What's the date on that review? Five stars. And uh, April fourth. Okay. And joining. I think I've read the most recent ones. <laughs> and joining us. And that's all I really have to say. <laughs> I can't make that joke as much anymore because I'm at a standing desk and that's a much further distance <laughs> <Yes>. from Paul. <laughs> and joining up. us for the first... <laughs>